0: Blog Talk Radio. you
1: so much for meeting with me this morning on Sacred Sunday. This is Sean McCain and we're going to have a nice little Bible study this morning on 1st John, John chapter 4. The elder speaks and he tells no lies. And I want to ask God to forgive me for cussing so much yesterday, but I had told him my story on a Queen Winner's talk radio show and uh, it's not a very pretty story, but uh, if you want to Listen to it, go to my Facebook page, and it's posted on there, and it's my life story. And it has a very important words to say, and uh, I warn you ahead of time, I digress press a lot. But anyway, uh, let's open our open prayer. Father, our Father who art thou in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, now let's just read a little bit of the foreword. Here, what I have to say about chapter 4, 1 John chapter 4, the big thing to note, do not believe in every spirit. I'm okay. Really, the speaker just means that people and ideas might seem like they're from God, but they're not. You've got to put these folks to a test. The test involves making sure these people and ideas center on the fact that Jesus came in the flesh. That just means that it's important to believe that Jesus is a, was a human being, not just some divine being who only really looked like a human or an android. Jesus was definitely not an android. The author says that lots of false prophets and antichrists are peddling some old nonsense of Jesus. hence The speaker is calling out the folks who have broken off from the community. These guys are from the of the world which means that they care about ordinary, non-godly things. And you'll remember from 1 John 2 that this is bad, very bad. Now we're back to love again. The speaker tells the audience that they should love each other because God is love. If you have love in your heart, then you're living how God wants wants you to. The speaker says that God loved the world so very much that he sent Jesus. Jesus gave up his life so that we should love each other. Okay, excuse me. Jesus gave up his life so that people could have a sin-free relationship with God. And because God loves humans a ton, the author continues that we should love each other. Really, it's the least we can do. No one has ever seen God face to face. But when we love each other, we know the world we show the world what he looks like. It's very poetic. Simple recipes from the author. Step one, believe that God sent Jesus. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me for a minute. It's because uh, when I click on something, it expands it. And it takes it right off the page So Let me see here And then it did a lot of other stuff to it So I've got to go back And just do this Hopefully we'll just get through this part And then we'll go right to the Bible Okay, hold on a minute Let me see It says, step one, believe that God sent Jesus to save the whole world. Step two, love your fellow Christians. If you're filled with love, there's no reason to be afraid of the world, the so speaker, and unless, of course, you read the book of Revelation. Eek! Anyway, we're going to get to that. We're getting closer to the read of Revelation. He finishes off the chapter by saying, if you can go around saying that you love God, but you're hating other Christians, then you're just a liar. And that's just the... That's just the way it goes. We can't have everything. Whew. Anyway, let's care. Let's go to. Let's go straight to the Bible. Let's go to the real deal thing. So now, get your Bible out. I just happened to read from the Ryrie Study Bible. That's the Bible I found years ago in Hermosa Beach. Somebody had thrown their Bible away. To the trash can And I just happened to be walking by And I picked it up and I said Well that's interesting I said Ryrie Study Bible And I thought My name isn't Ryrie But I will study this Bible So I'm on my second Ryrie Study Bible It's spelled R-Y-R-I-E Study Bible I stopped reading the other one Because it was falling apart So this is the new one So we're on First uh, John chapter 4 and let, us, let us read it it says, Chapter 4, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false spirits have gone out into the world. But this you know, the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh for, is from God, and that every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God, this is the spirit of the Antichrist, so he... so. So they put it extremely ser- seriously, of which you have heard that it's coming. And now it is already in the world. So he's already saying the Antichrist is in the world. So we've got to understand this is really happening right in front of our eyes. And I have seen it in many, many ways. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak as from the world, and the world listens to them. Of course, it sounds well, that's what they're saying. We are from God, and he who knows God listens to us. And he who is not from God just doesn't listen to us. By this we know of the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Wow. Listen to that. That was John 4. Verse 5, I'm going to say it again. They are from the world, therefore they speak as of from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, and who knows God listens to us. And he who does not know God does not listen to us. By this we know that the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Wow. Okay, I get it. Concerning a true loving spirit, the ground of the brotherly love. So we're now on verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves is is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. By this the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, So that we might live through Him. In this love, it makes me want to cry because this was a big sacrifice. In this love, not what we loved, that we love God, but that He loved us. That's a big sacrifice. It's not, it's this love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. And he sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. Whew! The glories of God. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. Thirteen. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us his spirit. He, we have seen and, and testified that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. For God is love. And the one who abides in love and abides in God and abides in Him. By this, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment, because as He is, also we are in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears is not. Perfected in love 19 We love because he first loved us If someone says I love you, I love God And hates his brother Well, sorry to say He's a liar For the one who does not have, have Love for his brother And who has he has seen And cannot love God For whom he has not seen He just it doesn't work like that and If I stumbled over that Let me read again If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he hasn't seen. Now we're up to 21. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should love his brother also. Woo! That was a very potent letter that John wrote to now let's read the notes. Okay, four one was, do not believe every spirit. Apparently, some of John's readers were being led astray by Gnosticism, and we all—I don't know if you don't know about G-n-o-s-t-i-cism, Gnosticism. It is irritation to me from 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 the gate. This was brought up to me in the early 70s. So I read a little bit about it, and I said, this is all a bunch of you even back then. I was like, you know, this is just far afield with people that will not accept the total word of God. So if you say, okay, I'll take this, and I'll leave this, and I'll take this, and I'm like, just, just don't bother with me, okay? Because it's just, you're just telling me some lies. You can't take... Piece by piece, and take it apart, and and have it fit your little story, or what's comfortable for you. Just take it, and leave, just leave the Bible alone. If you don't like it, go on to move on to another book. Okay, there's plenty of them. So that's what he's talking about here. There's plenty of people with plenty of books with plenty to say, but this this book has this holy Bible, this sacred text, has is saying this one plain thing. So this is what we're sticking to here. So if you're not you're Gnostic, you have all this other revelations, go ahead. Go ahead, read your books, do whatever you want to do, really, but leave me alone. I find it very boring and very irritating at the same time. You know, and this this has been going on forever. I guess it was going on, you know, 2,000 years ago, too. So this is 2,000 years of chopping my hide. So knock it off. Anyway, that's the Bible. Do not believe in every spirit. Apparently, some John's readers are being hereditary by Gnosticism. 4.2. A true teacher must openly confess the reality and permanence of the incarnation of Christ. 4. The spirit of the Antichrist. The false prophets were influenced by demonic spirits. Remember that people that lie, that are going around doing all this weird stuff, and cheating, and lying, and, uh, Doing all this stuff undercover, you know they're being influenced by demonic spirits. So, if you like kicking around with them, you're you're being tainted. Anyway, false teachers. He who is in you, and, and they're talking about. Let's see, this, 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 the whole, okay, wait. The Holy Spirit. He is in the world. So they're talking about something that's in the world. He is in you, God, Holy Spirit. And they're talking about there's a spirit in the world, and that's the lower power. And they call that here, John 12:31. 31, and they're saying Satan with a capital S, Satan. Anyway, whether or not one accepts the teaching of the apostle. So uh, chapter 4, 7 through 21, this is John's greatest passages. God is love. Love is His supreme quality. God can be known only by those who live by His His Word. Yet we do not know how nor able to love Him if we do not uh, if He did not first love us. If we love one another, God abides in us, and His love is perfected or matured in us. You know, this is all very mysterious. It really is. You know, so half the time I don't know what everybody's talking about, but I can do. I do feel it in my heart. Somehow, this great mystery is that He loved us first, we love each other second, and because of that, it's made perfected. I don't. I, it's kind of you know, it's well. That's the usual miracle we're talking about here, and it says for the meaning of perpetuation and. uh we're going to have to look that up Because for the sins is almost like a trade Or it's like a paying a price You know It's a It's a, a price A, a payment Propitiation is something that's covered Okay it's 413 Though we cannot see God His spirit confirms the reciprocal Abiding In 416 it says to live a love filled life Is to be God filled uh, four seventeen, confidence in the day of judgment. The, the believer who has practiced love during his earthly life will be able to approach the judgment seat of Christ without any shame. Such assurance is not presumption, because as he is, so also we will be in the next world. We are with him in love. And so four eighteen, love prompts us to seek others. Fear causes us to shrink from others Fear brings its own punishment To the one who is not perfected Completely in his love Okay, so that brings us up to the next chapter Which will be First John chapter 5 Where slowly but surely Oh my goodness You know that we are very close to getting to Revelation So if we live long enough We will make it to the book of Revelation We are almost there people And I can't tell you that I know what's going to happen to us once we hit Revelation. But we will read that book when we get to it. So next week, by the grace of God, and I can stay awake because I fell asleep, I think last week or the week before, and I missed the the whole Bible study. So that's because we're human and we fail every time. So... Don't blame me when I do it, just because I'm a human. So let's read, next week we're going to read that, and then we're going to go on to Second John, and then there's the third letter to Jude, and then we're going to Jude, and on and on, and then to Revelation. So let's go on to the nice little new book we're reading from, and that is The Best Angel Stories from the editors of Guideposts. So I know we read The One Little Letter. The first little one, story, not letter story. Okay, so that was our evening walk. Okay, this next one is Angels and Blue Jeans by Jean Lester Anderson. And this was Pre Christmas Snowstorm had blanketed a wide patch of rural western Pennsylvania, and Chris Clark Davison probably should have waited. Until the roads were plowed before she and her mother, okay, let me get settled here." she and her mother and her two small sons attempted a drive, but Chris's grandmother lived alone more than a hundred miles away and couldn't get out to buy groceries. We'll be fine, Chris assured her mother. We'll take that shortcut we we took all yet last summer. They found the shortcut and turned onto it. Chris had forgotten how narrow the road was, especially with drifts piled high and wind blowing across snow across the fields. Usually chatting on previous rides, neither woman had noticed how de- deserted the area was. When another vehicle roared around a curve, Chris swerved into the snowbank. The other car just kept going. The wheels spun uselessly as she tried to pull out. Mommy was stuck. Her toddler asked asked from under his blanket, What was going on? Looks that way, honey, Chris admitted. They had only seen that one car since they had turned onto the shortcut. How long would it be before someone came along? How long before the freezing temperature invaded the car's interior? And why, oh, why has she worn sandals and pantyhose instead of worn boots? Chris got out, her feet plunging into high snowdrifts, and she looked around. Lord, please help get us some help, she prayed. Then she saw it, a silo and a barn roof peeking up under the hills about a quarter mile away. Mom, Chris, leaned in the car, I'll walk down to that barn and see if anyone's there. Keep the kids warm. The journey was incredibly cold, and by the time Chris pushed it, open, the barn door, sorry, and her feet, her feet were like icy. A welcome blast of heat greeted her, and along with the mooing of heifers in their stalls, it was a working dairy, clean and well-organized, with a shiny w- window fan circulating in the air. Even better, Chris heard a young male voices behind the stall. Maneuvering around fresh manure, she followed the sound and came upon two farmhands in an overalls and flannel shirts, kidding and teasing each other. They stopped, and, they stopped and smiled when they saw her. She quickly explained the situation. Stay there, one said, tramping across the cows in the door. A few moments later, she heard a horn honking in the front barn. There he was, driving a blue pickup. Get in, he shouted. She hesitated, but didn't, she didn't know these men. And yet there was something so merry about them that she wasn't afraid. She and the other farmhands scrambled into the pickup and backed down from the on the road and there was her car and her toddlers bundled up and mom waving. The driver roared across the field, spun around a wide circle and screeched into position in front of the in front of it. Where to go? his buddy yelled. Chris gripped the seat. Do you always drive like this? she asked, only half joking. The driver shrugged. Well it ain't our truck. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, within minutes the men had freed the Chris car, and she'd opened her purse to reward them. both backed away. It is all pleasure, man. Just drive safely. You mean like not, like, not like you?" she thought to herself. grinning, she pulled away. What wonderful guys!" She didn't realize just how wonderful too, two weeks later, when she and her mother decided to make a return visit to her grandmother, Since the snow almost melted now, the shortcut was safer. Soon, the silo and the barn roof came into view. Let's stop and let the guys know we made the grandmas that day, Chris suggested. But when they pulled up front to the barn where Chris climbed into the truck, she could hardly believe her eyes. For the barn was vacant, shabby with paint peeling. Door hinges loose. Bewildered, Chris wiped away the heavy film of dirt and cobwebs from the milk house windows and peered inside. Where were the heifers? Where were the floors littered with fresh manure? The fan was even rusty. You could have, couldn't have see any farmhands or cattle here. The woman next to Chris told Chris when she went to inquire, "No one's worked that property for years." Chris got in his car. "Am I crazy, Mom?" she asked. "No," her mother says firm. "This was definitely the place." Then how? Suddenly Chris understood. Like the shepherds at that first Christmas She was filled with awe Her angels had worn blue jeans Instead of white robes But they had delivered the same timeless Message to her and to anyone Willing to listen Fear not the Savior is here And he cares about you Hallelujah Wow Okay I want to thank my son For sending me this book for my birthday Wow (sighs) <sighs> okay, as and we, and we bow our heads for our last prayer of the day, I want to thank everybody that joined me this morning. And I want, we had a nice Bible church uh, this morning at Saint Catherine's Orthodox, Greek Orthodox Church that we were able to attend online It's in Redondo Beach, California. And friends and family uh, went, you know, with me. Uh, which was really nice. So you can attend online at St. Catherine's Greek Orthodox Church, Redonda Beach, California. You are able to do everything online nowadays. So something good came out of this coronavirus. And then we're speaking about the virus and a lot of ills and people out of work and so much things. You know, so much chaos in the world today. Really, it's upside down. Uh, the Christians and people of belief know that everything is for a reason. You know, God loves us and gave his only begotten son. But for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Remember that for our sakes, so that we should love one another, study his word, pray together. Please just pray. Please pray in every instance Depend on him. He comes through every time. How many times has the last second he's come through with a wreck, come through with that last bite of food, come through for another miracle for you? I want to God bless you so much. I love you so much. Wherever you are, know I'm praying for you. If you need my prayer, please, please, please let me know. Please. You can send me a message on my Facebook account. Let me spell it out for you. Charlene, C-H-A-R-Y-L-E-N-E, McCain. Wait, I got Simpson first. Simpson, S-I-M-P-S-O-N, McCain, Keppel M-C, Keppel C-A-I-N. And I'm on Facebook. So if you can reach Facebook and leave me a message there and tell me how to get to you. I'll can get back to you. If you do not have a Facebook account and are just reading this on Blog Talk Radio, leave me a message on the on the bottom of the Blog Talk Radio account so I can get leave me your email account and I'll get back to you, okay? And I just had a thought right now that I'll create an email just for this this podcast and so you can get a hold of me. So. Just remember God is love You are loved I love you very much Wherever you are I'm praying for you Please let me know What I can do for you or How I can pray for you You know you're not alone You just may think that way But you're not really alone God's angels and His Holy Spirit Is always always with you So let's close on our Our last or traditional prayer God Grant me the serenity To accept the things I cannot change The courage to change The things I can And the wisdom to know the difference Amen In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit So God bless you Happy trails I'll be back next week With another Bible study I love you very much And thanks for tuning in God bless you Amen